Hello everyone, my name is Ryan and welcome to Something You Already Know podcast in episode 9. As I mentioned in the last episode, we will move into another topic which will stay away from politics. I have been thinking a lot about what I should do next, then recently I found out that I haven't done this topic before, even though I did a lot in my high school or in the college. Do you know what it is? One of my favorite hobbies that I like the most is reading. It helps me to improve my English skill, the ability to read and write. Usually, I often read the thriller, horror, or suspense like Big Little Lie by Lyanne Moriarty. One of my favorite books ever. I read twice. Little Fire Everywhere by Celeste Eng, some horror masterpiece of Stephen King. Also, I read non-fiction books or memoir like Cast by Isabel Winkerson, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Recently, I just turned 20 years old. One day, I went to Barnes & Noble to buy some books because the age of 20 had marked that I am a grown-up man and it will have so many responsibilities in the future. I kept thinking about that and I decided to find some books which I can learn how to be a grown-up man in and the bravery in front of every difficult circumstances. When crossing through every shell, there was one book that got my attention the most. It, I took it out and read the name of it. Do you know what book it is? It is The Godfather by Mario Puzo. I was so confused whether I should buy this book or not because there was many more books to teach me about being a man. But I started to remember back the trilogy of The Godfather, which I watched over and over again so many times. The movie was so great and left me with so many lessons throughout two main characters, Vito Corleone and Michael Corleone. Even though I watched the movie, but I have not had the chance to read the, the book. And the book did not disappoint me at all. I must say that there are many rare movies that can be great as the book. The Godfather was both good at the movie and the book. I fell into every single page of this book, which covered by the, the color black of darkness in the world of mafia, with full invention, betrayal, manipulating, murder, law and order, was meant nothing in this world. So let's get into the world of mafia in The Godfather. I first watched The Godfather movie when I was only 14 years old back in Vietnam. My father loved to watch this movie. At first, I did not know the, what the movie was about. All I could see was blood, violence, and a bunch of people killing each other in every scene. But when I knew what this movie was about, I started to realize the value of each part of this movie. If you have time, I highly recommend you to watch three parts of The Godfather and read the book. So, in the first part of today's episode, I will begin with the main character of this story, John Vito Corleone, whose everyone called the Godfather for respect. Maria Puzo has described Vito Corleone on page 11 like this. Don Vito Corleone was a man to whom everybody came for help, and never were they disappointed. He made no empty promises, nor the craven excuse that his hand would tie by more powerful forces in the world than himself. The author did not mention anything about the application of this man, but 
it had pointed out that whoever came and asked for help from him, their favor would be done successfully and no trouble came after that. In favor, the Godfather only asked you for the friendship, the sentence, and then no matter how poor or powerless the supplicant, Don Corleone would take that man's trouble to his heart. Which I can see that Don Corleone did not mind who the people he asked for his help. He would help them with all his abilities. Vito Corleone is a Sicilian from Italy. His father was murdered by a local mafia chief. And when he came to America with have some relative, then Vito Colone was a grown up man. He and Clemenza, who asked Vito to hide his bag full of weapons for him, first committed a crime by stealing an expensive rock from a rich family. Then Vito Colone, Vito Colone himself killed the biggest mobster in the Italian community in the USA, who was always bullied them, abused them, and made money from the blood of his own countrymen. It was Fanucci. His action had gained more respect from the people in the community. Vito started his own empire by starting an oil company import from Italy called Genco. He became a very successful businessman. He made friends with people in the Congress, took over many territories, and made fortune during the Great Depression and Prohibition. Vito Culane is a man of respect, and because of that, he has so many enemies, and his enemies started to create tragedies in his family in the future. Especially the tragedies of the Colleone family was foreshadowed at the beginning of the book. So right now I will go further into the book. So I will spoil some part of this story. So if you listen to here and you want to watch a movie or read the book, you can stop listening to the podcast or if you don't care, you can continue. The author describes at the beginning of the book with a man named Amigan Amerigo Bonacera who was in the court watching those men who abused his daughter got away with their crime. Desperate, his wife told him to come and see the godfather, Don Vito Colane, asking for help. The help here is the help of vengeance, which blood must be paid by blood. Now, in the next part, it was the wedding of Connie Colane the only daughter of the godfather. It was so weird when there was contradiction between the first part and the next part. Why talking about vengeance on the wedding day? Well, Bonacera was an undertaker who did in the funeral. I feel a little creepy because an undertaker came and attended the wedding. It was some kind of a foreshadow for something really dark would happen in the future that people when they read or when they watch the movie they feel uncomfortable you know and they just think like oh my god something bad would happen but they don't know when would happen you know the darkness was about to begin Bonacera said in the book that I believe in America America had made my fortune. With an undertaker like Bonacera, he became rich by those dead bodies. That can tell us during the time in the book, the life of a person was so cheap that they could be killed or die at any time. The godfather 
consider the request of Bonacera because Bonacera seemed like he had no respect for him. Why he must bother to have a man with no respect like Bonacera? In the room with all the talking of killing and vengeance, outside with the wedding of Connie Colleone, the godfather accepted Bonacera's request because his daughter became would be the same as Bonacera's daughter, who was being abused terribly by those animals. He knew that Connie would not be happy with his marriage, and his son-in-law was nothing like nice. Also, the godfather's wife was godmother to Bonacera's daughters. In every action of Don Colleone, he always considered carefully whether it would harm the family or not. The business deal with Virgil Soloso would make the Colleone family rich or even the richest family in the five families. But Don Colleone denied because he could see that this drug business were not safe and it could destroy his family at any time. Being denied, Soloso's people assassinated Don Colleone on the street to send the message. Luckily, he was still alive. The assassination of Vito Colleone is the climax of the story because it had turned the whole family into another way. What I meant here is his third son, Michael Colleone, a war hero and a person who swore that he would never got involved in the family business. Don Colleone had four biological children. Sonny was the first one, a hot-tempered person who always flirted with any girl. Even he had wife and children, he decided to deal with any problem by himself and he was in business with his father because he saw his father kill Fanucci when he was a little child and he wanted to protect his father. Fredo was so weak, not manly or brave enough to do the family business. Well, Fredo is the second child of Don Colleone. When his father was being shot in the street, he did not do anything other than sitting and crying on the sidewalk of the street. Connie was the last kid of Don Colleone. And she was a girl and he loved her so much and he felt it was not fit for her when she took over the business. So, but Michael was different. He could see that potential inside Michael. Michael went against everything that his family was doing. He has his own vision and his own viewpoint. No one in the family liked politics or welcomed someone who fought in the for the country instead of family. After knowing what happened to his father, Michael had changed himself. He cared more about the family. He wanted to protect his father and be with him. When he came to the hospital, he realized that there was no one there. None of security or God was there to protect his father. Knowing that Michael moved his father to another room immediately, that was what a good son did to protect his family member. Right after that, he had fight with the po police captain, McCluskey, who was a corrupted cop and stood behind the Tatalia families. While the whole family began to discuss how to deal with the situation and the tension between the Colone family and other five families, Michael told everyone in the room how to kill Solozo and Maskluski. But what he just said made everyone in the room laugh because they knew that Michael was a college kid and a person who never cared about the family business. 
What I can see in the Michael at this part when he tells his plan how to kill Solozo is that Michael was a smart man and he must consider carefully before telling the family about his plan. He has his own way like his father. Remember that Michael used to fight in the war against many enemies and his military plan must apply to the situation. He knew that the danger was while everyone under his father regime only followed the order without having any viewpoint whether the decision were good or not. Vito Colone had chosen the right son to be the next godfather. As I mentioned previously, Monacera was like a bad omen for the tragedies coming to the Colone family. Sonny Colone was brutally murdered on the way to his sister's house after knowing Carlo beat Connie while she was pregnant. Before Sonny straightened out Carlo a lesson, but eventually Carlo did not care about that. Don Colone asked Bonacera to pay them respect and made his son look fire at the funeral. Too much blood and Michael Good being exiled in Italy after he killed McCluskey and Solozo. When Michael was in uh, Italy, she, um, he got married to an Italian girl and that Italian girl was being assassinated in a car after Michael got, Michael personal guard set the bomb inside the car. So by this time, Don Colone made the decision that he need to call for peace between the five families. Don Colone was a reasonable man. He had explained to the five family he would not get involved in the drugs business. He came and asked for peace. He would not seek for revenge or more blood had to shed. When coming to this father book, I can see that the talents of the godfather in how he could handle everything. The words that he said that he would blame someone in the room for causing all the trouble in his family because he was sick. Oh my God, I feel like it was he was like very decisive and tough in each word that come from him by his mouth. He would do it and he had to do it. A man of family always act like that. He, they must always protect their family in front of the danger coming after that. They must always fight to help his their family. They must always consider before they're doing something. And if something happened, they will stand up and fight. The image of Don Vito Colone, both in the movie and in the book, had inspired so many people in real life, including me. Of course, they they won't follow to be a gangster, but follow to be a real man. The image of Vito Colone and his coat, both in the movie and the book, had changed many people's life. How to become a man, how to become a successful man in business and in the family. After finishing the book, one of the most important things that I learned from Don Vito Colone and Michael Colone is that they always put the family on first and nothing can replace the family. You know, uh, there was a Vietnamese movie uh, about the same topic gangster like this. The 
the father of the family um, told his two children that family is the most important thing. The other you have or not is not important. That is what everyone should remember. Family is where we live and welcome us home. Life is getting busy every day, of course. Sometimes we just run and follow the hustle of life to make money, to catch up with the world of the modern day. We are all tired, but we cannot stop. I agree. But we can slow down a little bit and take a rest. Coming home for dinner with families, spending a little time with families and saying love to them. It will make them feel happy and make them feel that they exist. They are very fragile. One single word and one lack of ignorance can destroy them at any time. Like us, just one bad word from our boss say to us, it makes us sad. And one word coming from the people that we don't know say something bad about us, we were hurt too. Like, there was many times that I being assaulted by the word of people that I don't know and the word of my boss and the words of my um, some member in, in my relative. I was sad too. But when I come home, I see my mom. It's my only motivation for me to continue what I am doing right now. To change myself to be better because she's the only hope. She's the only one that I have. And I must promise to myself that I must make me, make her happy no matter what, you know. We are about to get into the holiday season. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I think it is the time for us to go home and be with the loved one. They want you to be there with them and they want you to spend time with them just for a short time, you know. 2020 is already a terrible year with so many bad things and this pandemic, oh, it's worse. But after it cannot stop the spirit of the holiday with the hope for better years, it cannot stop us to send love to our, to our family. It cannot stop us to open our arm to hug everyone and it's not stop us to be there with them. It is the most valuable thing of the holiday that I always wish that every day is like holiday so I can be there with everyone in my family and spend more time with them, you know. Well, um, I think that is all for today's episode. Uh, that one That was so wonderful because like, uh, when I read The Godfather and I realized that doing this podcast episode, it was like almost Christmas and Thanksgiving. It is so relatable, you know, coincidence. 
so um i will see you in the next episode which is also the the last episode of something you already know podcast season finale of season one wow i can't believe it uh i look forward to seeing you in the season finale next time thank you so much for listening i'm ryan and see you next time